it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Dennison. Before we get into our main feature this week, I was very saddened on Monday to receive an email regarding the demise of an organisation which will be somewhat familiar to many of you and has been featured on New Horizons in the past. Description Victoria has taken the unfortunate decision to close down after several years of valuable service to the Victorian community. We will be speaking with Will McCrosty from Description Victoria in the coming weeks about the closure of the organisation and what it means for audio description in Victoria. Now, on to other things. Recently, members of Blind Citizens Australia will have received an email from BCA, specifically from BCA's President Fiona Woods, about the resignation of CEO Sally Orish. Of course, Sally has been featured many times on New Horizons, and she and Fiona join us now. Sally, I know that uh, you're doing this for the best of reasons, but perhaps you could outline uh, why it is that you've chosen to leave BCA at this point, and what's in your immediate future? Yeah, so Vaughan, I've been with BCA for about six years now in a couple of different roles. And during that time, I've actually been studying at university part-time. A couple of weeks ago, I officially finished the coursework for a Bachelor of Social Science majoring in Organisation Management. And I was offered a position in a full-time honours year. Uh, I'll be working on a independent research project looking at employment outcomes for neurodiverse people in the open employment and this is something that I am really interested in and really passionate about. And I just decided that I had always wanted to be a full-time student. Uh, I didn't think the opportunity would ever present itself, but it has. And I decided to, um, to go for it. Well, that's great. I have to say that uh, my experience is completely the opposite. The last thing I wanted to do was be a full-time student. And I hated it when I went to uni. Fiona, what about you? Oh, I loved being a full-time student. I had six years at university, so the last thing I would ever want to do is begrudge someone that, that yeah. wonderful opportunity. It is a great opportunity. It sounds like just what you uh, what you need and what you've been looking for. Fiona, you put together quite the announcement about Sally's resignation and talked about some of the highlights of Sally's career with Blind Citizens Australia. Let's talk about some of those now. Sure. Yes, it's quite, an, quite a challenge to put together someone's... Um, portfolio I guess of achievements and also always in doing that you recognize that Sally of course has worked with a whole lot of people as she's gone along and so a lot of the achievements it's hard to work out which to attribute but I think Sally started um, first time I met Sally I think she was uh, leading a workshop on the NDIS and it was all very new at that point in New South Wales and I came away thinking I knew so much more about it so I suppose that to me was my first experience of Sally as a very clear communicator uh, and then she became uh, the manager project and engagement and under that um, she was very involved in lots of activities um, particularly connecting members um, I think uh, happy hours and BCA connect and BCA inform a lot of these things came up during the pandemic um, but um, a lot of them have continued on in various forms because Sally has realized how many people really benefit from those things and that people really want sometimes more than the policy and advocacy work that we also keep doing in the background. So 
really wanted to highlight those things as real achievements. And I know that both Sally and I often talk about um, how exciting it is for us when we when we think about different people who come to those events and they're, they're people who might not always have come or the people we haven't known before or, or just a different group of people and that, that feels like success, I think, for us when we realise how, how included people do feel in BCA. Um, some of the other things Sally have done, of course, are in policy and advocacy and um, particularly last year Sally took a complaint about iVote, which is the New South Wales electronic voting system, which was discontinued. So Sally took a complaint to the Human Rights Com Commission about that um, and worked through the conciliation to make sure that the future electoral processes in New South Wales don't overlook the needs of people who are blind or vision impaired. And that's, of course, one of the, one of the things she was doing, but um, she's also worked on the um, Entrepreneurial Mindset series that I know you were very involved with, with Vaughan and um, many other policy things, all the, all the normal BCA policy things, I guess you could say, Sally has been working along with, and particularly e-scooters is another area she's done a lot of work in. I guess that one's still to be resolved, but it's, a, it's an ongoing story. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember when the first time I met Sally was, but of course we had quite a bit to do with each other, well, in the in connection with New Horizons, and Sally has been a regular guest on uh, New Horizons over the last uh, five years or so. We've had quite a bit to do with each other, and one of the things that I have admired about Sally is her willingness to um, have robust discussion about issues that affect members. Sally, what do you feel have been some of your big achievements uh, in the organisation? Yeah, I think you've um, both highlighted on it. One of my favourite things that I've been a part of is making sure that there are multiple ways for people to engage with BCA and the work that we do, whether people want to participate at a level where they might be involved in the National Policy Council or one of our other councils, maybe they want to get involved with a local or special interest branch, or maybe they prefer an online virtual type event like a peer connect group, um, BCA conversations or BCA inform. I've really enjoyed being part of um, either putting those things together or helping reshape them to make sure that they meet people's needs over changing times. I've also been really pleased to be involved in uh, the recent adoption of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. Uh, that's been a, a really great thing to be a part of. And also doing a lot of work on things that a lot of members probably wouldn't see or even be aware of because they're around internal policy development, making sure that BCA is continuing to act as a sustainable organisation so that, um, you know, as we get ready to celebrate our 50th anniversary in 50 years time, someone else is, is sitting here having this conversation and BCA is still achieving great things. Given the fact that you've left substantially earlier than you uh, could reasonably have expected to do so you've been in the position about 18 months now what do you think are some of the things that you've that you feel like you've left unfinished or perhaps things that you would like to have done that you didn't get the opportunity to do so over the next couple of weeks while I'll still be working with BCA there are quite a few things that I am really hoping to to see through um the, the main one of those is BCA's uh, proposed constitution update um, it's very likely that we will be able to have the special general meeting required before I leave and I'm really excited to, to be a part of that. Updating the constitution has been a, a big piece of work. 
um, and I would, would really like to see that through. And the other thing, of course, is uh, BCA Connect on Policy, which is scheduled to happen at the end of September. I've been working really closely with Jack and Corey and Prue and the NPC on pulling that together and, and really excited um, to, to get that up and running late in September as well. In terms of some of the things that I um, probably haven't seen through in, in the way that I maybe would have liked to, um, is the development of Reconciliation Action Plan. That's something that we're starting to talk about and, and look into at the moment. And there's also the preparation for BCA's 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, over the weekend, the board approved my kind of planning ideas to start work happening on the, the 50th anniversary celebrations and an in-person convention for 2025. And so while I will get that started in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that how that um, ends up taking shape later later in 2025. I think that's really important. And Fiona, obviously, as the president of the, the board, uh, sustainability is foremost on your mind. Perhaps you could talk about um, the plans for the future, the recruitment process for the new CEO and what the time frame looks like. Uh, well, Vaughan, we have engaged official leadership, who actually were the people who organised the recruitment last time for Selly. Um, they'll be running an external recruitment process. It's very important, I think, that we um, canvas Australia to get the best people and candidates for our position. And they'll be setting that up and getting going with that, hopefully, this week. And so we'll be looking for someone in the next few weeks. So I encourage all the members to um, take a leaf out of Sally's book and think about what it is that you prioritise in your life and, and do you want to be doing something that you really value or want to work for a purpose and think about whether or not you or someone you know might have the skills to be BCA's next CEO. Um, and we'll be hoping to get that happening in the next, I guess, the recruitment usually takes around six to seven weeks. So um, we'll be looking to have someone, if not in place, at least to identify before Sally leaves at the end of September. You mentioned the skills that it takes to be BCA's next CEO. What do you think are those skills in particular? Sally, we'll start with you as having filled the position for the last 18 months. What do you think are really the key skills and attributes that someone might want to uh, to think about whether they have? The ability to really value the staff members of BCA. The team that I work with are amazing. They are all incredibly dedicated and hardworking people. And we have a really good internal culture. And um, I think it's really important that we maintain that. Uh, on top of that, I think we need to recognise that the role is quite big and it is diverse. So it does involve um, balancing delegating tasks, but also remaining a little bit hands-on when the time calls for it, because we are a small organisation and sometimes even though it may not be quite your role, there's just no one else to do it, but it needs to be done. Um, and finally, I think one of the next big pieces of work for BCA is around its financial sustainability. And so someone who's got a bit of a um, financial savviness about them and is really interested in getting involved in philanthropy and donations and grants and, and everything like that. Uh, I think the organisation could really benefit from someone with those skills and interests. Fiona, as the president of the board, what are you looking for in particular? Well, of course. As the president of BCA, I believe very strongly in disability leadership. So I'd be hoping to find someone who has lived experience of blindness or vision impairment. I think it's really important that the people who speak on our behalf as a person who has that experience 
Um, so that, that, that is, I guess, a fundamental thing to the board. Um, but also I want someone who says, as, as Sally says, um, can manage lots of things at the same time, is really comfortable, I guess, speaking publicly and speaking positively about the abilities and, and barriers, I guess, for people who are blind or vision impaired, but doing so not just from their own perspective, but being able to take into account a whole range of perspectives when they do that. So I guess a good communicator. And as Sally says, uh, financial management is a really big part of this role. And it's not just the managing of everything, it's, it's um, being able to take responsibility for some really big decisions. And Sally has had to make some really tough decisions as um, board, the board um, this year has been you know, quite direct that we really want to start having a balanced budget. And the board, um, Sally, as a consequence of that, has to have, make some quite hard decisions about staff restructures and not having in-person events and those sort of things. So I guess the CEO has to have some flint and some steel in there somewhere as well as being all the, love, all the wonderful things that we want about communication and, and empathy and all the other values we have. I guess the recruitment being managed by an outside agency, do you have any say over what that recruitment will look like and what's the way that it will be managed? Yes, there will be a public advertising campaign. There's a recruitment panel made up of board members so at all points, um, the advertising and the position description and all of the things will be approved by all of us. Um, and then the, the recruitment organiser will, come up, will um, come up with a short list of, you know, speak to interviewees and, and applicants. Um, there's also a process where we can ask them to actually contact um, some of our sector organisations and other people that we have as contacts so that they aren't aren't only just waiting for people to apply, that people might be able to um, identify appropriate candidates and so that this group will go and speak to them and talk to them. But that will be at arm's length from the board. And finally in the program, you might recall some weeks ago we spoke with Jennifer Parry about the Australian Women's Blind Cricket Team and the GoFundMe efforts to get that team over to Birmingham in the UK. There's still a few days left if you want to uh, support the Australian Women's Blind Cricket Team. You can look at the GoFundMe pages and uh, make some last-minute donations to uh, members of that team. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1800 033 660 1800 033 660 or you can email bca at bca.org.au. BCA at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughan Benison. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams